So, welcome along to the Escapade podcast. Um, I'm excited to tell us that we're here with the very talented Animal Farm, who we've had on our live stream, which hopefully you've already seen. Um, so, the guys have came along uh, after a busy day, I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what day is it, Wednesday? It's a Wednesday night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was busy for me today. I didn't get into the office till like three or something. Was that a late one last night? No, not at all. It was just um, my daughter was a wee bit ill, got teething still, you know, so and my missus was just didn't get any sleep last night, so okay. it stuck about and helped out. And, I'm just the starting know. the teething stage. Not me personally, of course. But <laughs> <laughs> the music <Bad> industry. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, it's obviously, you know, since the live stream, there's been a lot of good feedback as well from you guys. I um, really enjoyed it. it the really set good. was wicked. Thank you. Talk us through the set. Oh, uh, I don't know, I didn't, uh, obviously followed on from Craig, so it was quite good just, normally when I'd go on, I'd just sort of like start mowing things, sort of a bit of intro noise and all that, but I always feel like I sort of think about it a bit too much on that, but if I just sort of pick up from where someone's sort of left me, and then just go with it from there, you sort of hit the ground running, so I think that's where I went with it, I just sort of hit the ground running and then just didn't sort of hold so back. I, I love that, what you are just talking about, see, there's something in, like, when you come on after a DJ, Aye. and it's like, if you've done it in such a way where you can play a continuous set, Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we're having a conversation about that, and, every, and a few guys were talking to me like, no, no, you should just stop with the last guys playing, and then yeah. just start like, a big intro, and I'm like, well, I if everyone thinks I'm a big superstar, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I like if you can go in and fit in yeah, the DJs and yeah. then it's more, it's more about the punters and then everyone goes, well do you know what, this is a continuous journey, each DJ's fitting into each other. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, yes, that's really cool, I like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's... Firstly, I think it's a talent in itself being able to go on and play uh, like a similar vibe, but still your own tuning. Exactly. It's so versatile. I just made that, made that quick transition, like rather than like transition between your own music, transition between a DJ and two. Like, because it could be relatively different styles. Okay, if you're playing techno, you're going to have something, but it can just just that one one that one tune could be an introduction in itself. Absolutely. It can still be yeah. nice and deep. You can take it down a bit, or you can just hit it. You know, you can you can keep going. So there's there's. I mean, I do like to start with sort of noise things. If I was playing a gig, I would book for and stuff, but sort of maybe start off being yeah. the big superstar. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that's cool. That's cool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it just gives it something like just to sort of take it back, take, uh, it back, you know, take stock, and then start off again. If you've got a couple hours, you've got a few hours. We like to play quite long sets. Yeah, of course. We, right. we always ask for at least a couple, or maybe three hours, and you know, everyone wants to play as long as they can. So yeah. it's good to sort of start off on your own journey with it a little bit as well. Both but, ways really do work. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> there is something in that. There's definitely an art when you go, right, what's that guy playing? Maybe that. Mm-hmm. From the set will work there, and yeah. then I can go on my journey. Then and yeah. everyone just feels it's that you know continuous yeah, thing. Yeah. But, you know, it definitely works both ways. I think ultimately it's uh, there's no really wrong or right, is there? You know, it's, no, as I, long as you go out there and then you blow the punters away. As you say. <laughs> yeah. But I do think there is something said to to go in and. Uh, you know, obviously I'm the most inexperienced here, so I think it's quite good to get it from my sort of perspective, you know, when I go or whatever, and it is, I, I would much rather just hear the night be seamless, yeah, yeah. as opposed to a big stop, unless you're going to see a big guy and you're like, right, but if you are on last and they're on for an hour and a half and people have been dancing for four hours or whatever, and then suddenly it kind of breaks away, it's like, 
Right. Gives us a break. Bring the BPM down a bit, you know, maybe start back up again, whatever it may be. I mean, you're right, there, there is no right or wrong way, as long as you're just not going in there and, and being a walloper. <laughs> I think it's, it's the main thing, yeah. isn't it? You know, and, it's easy to do that, isn't it? Right. Isn't it easy to do that? But the ADE, the, the vertic party I was at, and every every single set stopped, and it, like, it, was, right. it was like an hour and a half sets. Which, you know, again in Europe, it's quite, it's quite short. <laughs> and uh, they, they, every time they stopped, and there was like, you know, the guy in the mic, like awakening style, you know, introducing the DJ. So and I, you see, this thing, so I've, not, I, I've been to Holland, but I've never partied that much there. And it was, again, an experience in that big warehouse. It was like, the Dutch know how to do it, man. We were missing a trick here so bad. Full on. And it was, you know, big racial lasers and stuff like that, which we can't generally get away with here as we were sort of looking into. We can't sort of yeah, get yeah, sort of shows as much here. And stuff like uh, that. Exactly, you need to have proper operators. But it was like, but every every set stopped. And it was one thing that I noticed in the night, I was like, they stopped every time. And there, but there wasn't necessarily an intro. Like Dax J, for example, he sort of, played a little bit of something but then just bang straight away and it's very hound you know you just uh, so it's almost like he did sort of continuously yes. go on from the last person because there was this, this sort of slight drop in the kick drum before it was just yeah. an incessant kick drum again so you know yeah. but uh, which I found quite interesting it was like but yeah it was just like you know what you're doing here yeah, yeah. yeah in terms of putting out parties and stuff like that you know, no they do so. I mean awakenings uh, when I went it's like everything down to the wee details are just like this is they're putting this on properly. another level yeah, and it's yeah. like you know we just we talk about the Scottish thing sometimes we were talking about that as well it's just maybe it's just the mentality in general the way they, they look at it I mean it was uh, we were talking to the council guy remember yeah, yeah. and it was about to take does it take that uh, I, take I, that I think I, it's like when they throw something on in, in Scotland it's like take that for example it's full of 40 year old women you know Absolutely off their faces. That's <laughs> not close. We're the real trouble. <laughs> cause, cause more harm than a Rangers and Celtic game. <laughs> yeah, you look at awakenings. It's a techno fest. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's sort of something that's associated. It's associated with yeah. bad behaviour. Yeah. But you go, everyone's immaculately yeah. behaved. Yeah. I hate to almost sound like we're sort of bad mouthing people here. Yeah, yeah. Like the mentality of people over there. But that's something that's been ingrained and it's been brought up with. And like, even down to things like the drinking, licensing laws and stuff, you know. The drinking it's, is a massive it's, it's, You're introduced to alcohol and stuff at an early age, therefore, yeah. it's not a big thing. People don't binge the way that we do here, and you know. Yeah, we're all sure. probably Eating's cheating. Uh, you know, it's just like... <laughs> you're like, what? I'm trying to survive. <laughs> and then, you know, you're, 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 you're pile driving giants constantly here. Whereas over there, you're like, you get 12 hours or... Plus to do it, I don't, I don't need to, to hammer like yeah. everything all in one. I'll not I, enjoy the night. I, I exactly, no, and we've just, just, and that's where it, that's where it's, it's we've got it so wrong. We've got it so wrong here, yeah. and it just seems like as I feel like we're not going to change. You know, is there is there something that's going to come along? Is there someone that's going to come along and actually be like, do you know what? Look at what's happening here in the electronic music scene and, and music scene in general. Realize what it could be. Yeah. And so, why are we not doing that? Why are we not, you know, like, we, we know mm. that in the UK, Glasgow is considered one of the best places, if not one, like, the best for, you know, techno or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know, especially techno. No, why, 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 like why are we not? We're a major city in the UK where we don't have 24 yeah. hour drinking. Exactly, like, things like that. And I know it's like, you know, you can't trust the majority of people. It's just like, well, that's, you know, why why not make it one that law for them and another law for other people? Why not in the city centre, why not dump all the clubs in Circle Hall Street out at three, but let the other places go until six? 
you know, even if you even if you stopped the bar, mm. the three, Aye. I personally wouldn't care. Aye. You know, but I'd happily be able to see another DJ play for another two hours, and then bring in more more people. Bring in, you know, just they don't they don't yeah, they, they, they don't they, they don't see it from our point of view. Points. I mean, it's yeah. like, are we going to can we get an audience with these people to explain it to them in a way that that might make them understand it? You know, something that we you know is that something we, people should be organising from our side to go and do that? You know, to try and to try and sort of make the case for that sort of thing happening. Yeah. But then you think you're, you're just going to fall on deaf ears and be like, well, if you're not going to open a bar, what's the point? You know, they're not going to make any money. And I know that's what some clubs would be like, because they're like, why have our club open for another three hours when we're not going to make any money? Or, yeah, or something yeah. like that. It's, you know, it's it like, does, like, it does come down to money though, does it? Yeah, it's like six bar staff for an extra two hours, six uh-huh. door staff for an extra two yeah. hours or whatever. They're yeah. just like, they've already paid their ticket in. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, I know, I mean, yeah, money's been made. You know, that's the way to look at it. I'm totally on your side of that, for sure. Like, you know, that's the way it makes sense. trying to push it. But yeah. again, it will. But see, the, th- the thing that sort of is, is quite exciting for me, though, is, you know, here we are all talking about these things. Uh-huh. So it's like there is a sort of shift happening. And it's like, it is up to us and the up and coming brands and the up and coming DJs and producers mm-hmm. to start, you know, being the, the sort of fulcrum for this, yeah, you know, and be like, you know, here, have a listen, we're actually all sound, yeah, and yeah. we're all into the music, and that's what yeah, brings yeah. us together, I mean, you, you look at things like, like the Platform 18 thing, you know, they're starting at 3 o'clock and going to 3 in the morning as well, it's great, it's, it's amazing, They've, you know, what they did with the, out, you know, out on, out on the West Street, great and stuff concept. like that, do you know what, it's great, you know, uh, what the guys have done with that, and that's a step in the right direction, you know, totally uh, is, 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 Taking it out of the clubs, taking it somewhere else. I think you know they've done some work in the area there and stuff as well, and that's obviously something the council look look upon favourably. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you know, against the step in, in the right direction. So you know, as as more warehouses, what we're needing is more sort of open spaces like that, where you know where they can control it a bit it more. Be out, more out, take yeah, it yeah. out of the club. Say right, okay, we'll give you these twelve hour licences, but then it's it's then changing the mentality of the people. To go out at three o'clock in the afternoon, where you know, with our blackout event, we're making it like the last entry is six thirty. Okay, we've only got till eleven mm-hmm. uh, in the glue factory, and then we're moving on purely because the glue factory don't do many things like this. They struggle to get at three a.m. We could have applied for it and went right to the very day of it without yeah. knowing, and then be told no. So there's no point in putting on a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas we've got access to a new venue; it's never been used before. So it's something different as well for people to go and check out, and then other guys that are doing Joytown want to do stuff like this, mm-hmm. and, you know, look at us as bringing something like that in. So, you know, there's, like I said, the Platform 18 guys, and then maybe different things happening, it's stepping the scene in the right direction, but then getting the people to come out early, and make it realise it's not we just want you to get in there early to get more money off you or whatever like that, because we're putting on DJs we want you to see, we don't want you just to come down and see one guy, we're putting on like four people yeah. to try and do this long mm-hmm. event, we, know, we, we, want it, we want people to experience what you can get, yeah. by, we, we all say you can go to Berlin for one day, which we've done before, we go over on a Sunday and come back on a Monday, and you can, you know, you, you, you spend it a weekend in Glasgow, you can do that in Berlin and still come back with money, you know, because it's, it's a bit cheaper over there, maybe not with the Euro anymore, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's, we're trying to bring this, what they have and do it in an hour sort of way here, that's, yeah, and that's, that's the idea. There's creative concepts to be borrowed from all over the place, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think it's down to guys like us to be creative with the laws that are already there, to, uh-huh. then, to then sort of instill change. Yeah. Kind of like what we're doing with this podcast, yeah. a meeting of minds to discuss how to progressively push forward with it, 
going to Berlin, seeing what we can do, and going, right, well, cool, if that's the laws then, mm-hmm. then a 3 to 3 party then will do it. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then people go, that will do they're thinking outside the box. I'm going to go and do it. How do I know about it? Because I've heard it on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've heard something guys shouting about it or whatever, and then you just start and turn to grow something. Like, are we moving? And then before you know it, man, you give that time, and you're on to something, I feel, you know? I think that is the only way you can make that actual shift is by saying, right, well, if they're not going to allow us to maybe go till six in the morning or whatever, we'll push it back the way and kind of flip it on its head. Don't just take no answer. You yeah. go back to the drawing board with it, you're yeah. like, okay, so they're not allowing that, so what will they allow? Yeah, it's, 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 it's hard to do sort of outdoor parties and stuff, you need to do that sort of thing in the summer, and again, you're not guaranteed getting good weather, <laughs> you know, even, even if you do, so you're, you know, you're taking everything and you know, uh, hopefully everything sort of works out. Yeah. Doing it inside and stuff as well, indoor venues, like the depot or glue factory or whatever, you know, you know, would SWG3 open up to do something during the day? I don't know, has, has they, has they, have they ever approached that? Are the people who are doing nights there thought about something mm-hmm. like that, do you know? Mm-hmm. Well, they bought you know, some club can do that sort of thing. Like that. Well, they, you know, I mean, there's, there's, again, step in the right direction with things like that happening there, so... Mm. But it's, it's, and then again, you know, it's got to be a Saturday, Sunday, but then if you're doing a Sunday, not everyone's going to be going right to the end with it and stuff but, it? Yeah. but then there's ways that you could maybe you could stagger tickets if you were, you know if you want to just come for the evening it's a bit cheaper but if you want to come all day then it's yeah. this and then you put on you know different things for different people so you can try and shake yeah. it up a little bit and it's not just I mean not that I don't think people are bored with just their 3 to 11 to 3 and and certain clubs in Glasgow because there is only a few really that yeah. you're going to get certain um, sort of styles of music at so that's why it, when you go the extra mile and you put something different on, I think yeah. people really appreciate that. It yeah. works out a bit better, you know. It's just so, getting that promoted to the right people as well, isn't it? Just make sure they yeah. know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, do you think there's been a sort of emergence in brands and different club nights through like the arches closing? You know, it's kind of forced people to think a wee bit more outside in a different like, different way that would maybe try and host stuff in the arches or whatever. Now, I mean, what is it getting used for a car park now or something? Well, the council do that anyway. If a space isn't being used, they'll use it as a car park until it's like officially. Or, or yeah, no, it's well, an absolute. Like, I'm trying to think about my mind. A bit tight for cars. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you'd be surprised when they just squeeze On the Broomie Law, that. Ex- yeah, the, the next block down, the next block down, actually it's have it's car parts and all that. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying yeah, to think, yeah. you know, between the arches, I'm like, man, try to. It's a surprisingly big space when you imagine if you go in there and not get any of the bars, not get anything out that they sort of would have generally. But yeah, and imagine you, you know you're like once you're in there you're blocked in, you know yeah, what I mean? There's not gonna have a lot of room to maneuver. Like, but yeah, they, I'm sure they they get enough out of it to keep it going. You know, sure, it'll be a Tesco next year or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the horrifying thing, you know. It's like at the arches, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. And it's like it's just it's one of these pure iconic places, you know, world renowned, really, and 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 such a cool venue. With and the where, where was our there. save our culture when the arches shut down? Then yeah, yeah. yeah. you know. With the fabric there, do you know what I mean? But that's great, obviously. Yeah. You know, we can send them that's good that they say fabric and everything, but well, no, well, no one cares. I mean, yeah, fa- I think fa- fabric <laughs> is a bit more of a global yeah. brand, for example, than something like the arches, you know, like, you know, it means a lot to us, certainly, you know, uh, but fabric was like, 
on a different scale. I know, scale I know and stuff Fabric like that, was day, uh, week in, week out, house and techno, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, but the arches was music policies all over the place. And, and, and I mean, the, 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 the club nights were just the sort of support for what actually happened in the arches, which yeah, the theatre side of things as well. So, you know, yeah. that's, that's, the, so that's, that's why when they, cut, when they cut that off, actually, it was more, you know, not into theatre and culture, real culture. But you can appreciate the yeah, yeah. fact so where it started and where it, where, it, where it came from, especially, you know, in the 90s, having something like that, blossom in the city was a I really think it was also the funding as well because it was funded by public funding in a way. Uh-huh. Um, it was, you know, the stuff like that can't really public can't fund stuff like that. If you yeah, know what I mean, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's a bit of a care. It's a shame to yeah. see. It's a shame to see it go and stuff. I, I, I mean, like what you were saying, I think you know, somewhere like SWG three has managed to fill the gap for what the artist has put on, and like you're saying, it can now put on yeah. week in week out. You know. Things from like Hannah wants to then Green Velvet or Pressure and you know what other yeah. events and stuff because they've got the capacity and they've they've worked hard to to make it a place. It's a know, cool venue. It is a cool venue, join and the guys in there, the team that run it and stuff are, are brilliant. They're totally behind it all and like what they've done. That big TV studio. I remember walking in there and it was just like wow. And, you know this is great, and then and the fact that like the upstairs massive warehouse is like the second room, Hi. you know, and then even the poetry club. I mean, we played the poetry club, you know, loads of times. And I'll that's cool. in there, man. It's great. Hundred twenty people or something. Uh, Hundred twenty, there could be ten people in there, man. The sound in there is the best sound in the whole venue. Yeah. It's great, you know. It's just it's such a it's so nice to have like sort of like a place where you can walk around. So going to fabric, it's like you know, there's all these different places you walk around. Bear kinds of saying, you know, SWG three is maybe not sort of as nook and cranny as that, but mm. you're walking between three different places. Yeah, know, yeah, There's yeah. very other very little places in Glasgow so cool. where you can move between things. So it's good that we've got a venue like that, and it's doing loads of different stuff, and they seem to be like absolutely piling out what they're doing. There's this event after event getting sort of mm-hmm. spread out, and they're doing lots of different stuff as well. So with the lack, with the sort of lack of venues, see lack of venues, you know that. Sort of small handful, they, yeah. They, but they would allow certain things to get put on it. Do you know mm. what I mean? So what's uh, what's happening next event wise for you guys then? Uh, well, we got cleared this Friday. Um, so cool. With uh, Ryan James Ford, who is super happy to be with. <laughs> it's like being on Facebook to us and just like, ah, yeah, coming over. You gotta take me a rubber duck by. Of course, I'll take you a rubber duck And again, it's just it's so good to see you know, Ryan's. From, Canada originally and he's been staying in Berlin for a good few years now but he knows that when he's coming to Glasgow he's playing at some club and he wants to go to Rubberdub you know these people know what they you know there's something here for them and yeah. stuff to go to but rather than just come and play the club and then and then leave afterwards sort of thing you know yeah. he's like involved to wanting to come and do it and oh, stuff as well to have that. so that's why all the massive DJs are so happy to play the subway because it's like so world renowned and it's got great sound and people are really Excited to play, it, you yeah. Know? That's why yeah, you yeah. still get Ben Clock to come down and play. But he, he does it because you know the you know the first time we had him was like what a Monday night in two thousand nine. It was our first night in the sub Cup and you know it was quite a big daunting thing for us playing there, and we had yeah. him. But anyway, it was full, and right. then that and that was it. You know? Is that the night you said you blew the mixer? No, no, that no, was that was, that was just thing. there. That was just in December there. That was. Crazy. I was in the toilet and I had the tunes cut off and everyone booing. I'm like, no. What's he done? <laughs> Surely Ben's experienced enough now. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. No, no. 
Pedro der er DJM, men han lyder og siger, åh, i mors. Og det er en lille ting derovre i det. Vi skal have taken one day. Jeg tænker, nej, det er ikke noget, der sker. Det er sådan noget, der sker. Det er sådan noget, der sker. I'm actually shooting away. Uh, you are? So I'm going to leave you in the very capable hands of uh, partner crime, big gal here. Um, the guys, it's probably to have them down. Um, and I'll, Cheers, I'll, I'll see you again uh, soon. I mean, for a studio session. Yes, next time, cool. definitely. I'll leave you to it, right? No worries. And then enjoy the rest of the, the cast. Cheers mate, cheers. So yeah, I mean, uh, right, Wolf, I think one of the things that I want to get into obviously is first off, the, you obviously have very unique cool names, right? And <laughs> and everybody at first, you know, because uh, we, our, you know, down here at Escapade, we are sort of multi-genre, you know, and uh, we've got kind of artists in house, techno and trance, so they, they love it all. So some, some of the guys knew Animal Farm, some of them didn't. And then we're like, yeah, yeah, there's like quail and turtle and that. It's like, that's not their names, is that their names, you know? And you're like, yeah, no, yeah. that is, like, that is. So, like, is that, through that, you just were, like, called Animal Farm? Is it getting to do, you know, with a book? Or, or oh, yeah, it's very yeah. Orwellian, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I had to throw yeah. that in there. Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah, well, obviously there's Chris Lamb as well. Yeah, and Lamb as well, of course. Jeez, I was thinking more of the porno, to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thrown about as much anymore. I remember earlier on, people were like, "Is it because of the porno?" Like, uh, no. No. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. He's not here. Exactly. <laughs> Protect himself. <laughs> so me and Chris were friends. We've been friends for a long time and stuff. When we started, so Chris was sort of into sort of dance music and stuff, and sort of got into stuff through him. Started listening to more. He got decks. We put on a, uh, we actually played at a, um, what was it called now? Brunswick Sellers. Brunswick Sellers, but it was like, to, it was Tony Black, remember, I had, I was, was that a Sub-City thing or was, I can't remember. I think it was a Sub-City thing. But it was like, Big Taj was on before us, and then someone else, and this is before it was Animal Farm, it was just right. Quail and Lamb. Right. And uh, we were on it, like, like, blazing techno at the end, and I think everyone was a bit like, oh, you were absolutely hammering it out, and I was like, don't know who we were as well. So that's, that must have been like 2004 or something. Yeah. And then Chris was working in, in Stavka. I don't know what it's called now. Well, I was a chef, he was a waiter. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I was playing um, Josh Wink to Walk in the Park on the, on the radio. And he was like, what's that? So it's also at the Lobby Dosser um, you know, on Woodlands Road. And you know, that was like old style, like horseshoe bar, but then they did a side room. Uh -huh. And our friend was working in there. And uh, he wanted to sort of, he wanted to do a cocktail night and we wanted DJs so you could go down and play techno on a Thursday night and <laughs> well, he made cocktails. It was, a yeah. bit, it was a bit of a, like, a, 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 a bit of a mismatch, sort of random, but that's how these things start out, I think. Well, this is it, you've you got to try it as like a, you know, it was like, well, we'll put something on. And between the three of us, we had like a massive pool of like people anyway. Yeah, you know, and, and we're all a bit of friends, and we're yeah. interested in what you were doing. Uh, we were a lot younger back then, and uh, you know, loads of students, and, oh, uh, and so everyone was always about, like midweek, not like now. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Uh, but, Especially uh, you guys, fathers. Uh, and yeah, just everyone, it's grown up a bit now, you know, we're like, in our thirties, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so but uh, so it was, um, yeah, was, that was, we had to come up with a name for the night. And Chris Lamb always says it was him, but it wasn't. It was me. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That was like, <laughs> I There's like, no way it goes here. It was like well, it was like the three. We do have our second names are animals. No, well, see, when I booked you for the same taste, it was Animal Farm I booked. 
quail and lamb. Oh, because you spelled animal, animal wrong in the flyer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 animal with corn. Animal with corn. Wetland. I've still got it. It's been like. Brown, brown. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm highly educated. I trust you. But like, yeah, I booked them to play the sound house, and you know, I was immediately. Yeah, I fell in love with the music that they played and the sound, and it was yeah. just like fucking proper techno, you know. So I know I got a couple of guys that used to play the sound house actually, and it's it's just quite funny, you know. You guys have always been at it as well, so sorry, sorry, as you're saying that. No, no, sorry, it's cool. Um, Alright, so I've, I've been with Deep Sea, wasn't Deep Sea Deep Sea DSL, Deep Sea yeah, DSL. Right? And uh, we took it to, uh, like, we went back to Quail's flat, and he was living with Dave Shades at the time. Inspector Raja was his other aliases, I forget. Buck Rodden. Buck Rodden, yeah. I can't read it, so many. Scott Dunn. Scott Dunn. And was he releasing all sorts of different stuff under them all, or what? One of the most technically gifted DJs I've ever seen, like from Glasgow, he's just like scratching. Got me into proper things. He turned up at a party at a friend's house. And Scott turned up, it was a sort of like, you know, friend of a friend, and he brought in a, he brought in a DJM 600. And at that point, I was still sort of getting into things, and I was just like, what is that? <laughs> and he's like doing doubles and like doing like, like Dave Clark on the mixer, you know, like for cutting and delays and all this. And I was just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. What are you doing? That's amazing. I've got like two decks, and I'm like, well, I don't know what you're doing. That's... So that was it. And then like, I ended up sort of kicking around with him quite a bit, and then we, we ended up moving in together. So and when you were in your house, uh, right, for the animal farm thing, yeah, just so I can while I remember, it's like ridiculous. <laughs> but like, um, you they were already called Animal Farm, and then I I was going to like join in as well, and we banded about loads of different names, and then my, my now my wife uh, back then uh, my girlfriend, she's like. Just keep it as animal farm, and we spent like an an hour just like checking it. We're like, I fuck it, just keep it as animal farm. That's what it's always been like. Then we always like we have something good, and then we're like, oh, I need to try and think about more to this. And I say, actually, do you know what? It's simplicity. Just stick with what you've got. Stick with what you know. It's good. Like when we changed the logo, mm-hmm. and we had the sort of the AF text, which is that the AF logo yeah. as now, which is sort of made from the animal farm sort of text that we had originally. And I think it was like the first thing you did, we changed it, we tried to get it all different, all this that and the other, but it was like the first one that actually looked good. And then we showed it to some people and they were like, yeah, do that. Like, we'd, and we'd spent hours at your flat. Like, it's it's good to like, like, explore these things before. Yeah, yeah, you before you, you, sometimes, uh-huh. sometimes you have to, you've, you've got to cut the good to get the great. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's kind of actually like uh, we were talking about the last time you were here, like in the studio up the stairs and uh, when, you're, when you're at a point, you, you guys know more than me, like when you're at a point of finishing a track off, and it's now just minor tweaks, like uh, in terms of volumes. It's kind of like, right, just get the project wrapped up in yeah, it. And then, man, yeah, because yeah, before yeah. you end up fucking it uh, too much, and it's like, oh my god, I, it's all I, off. I to think how many times I've done that with stuff and just like been like working on something, got it really good, really good, and then it like, before I realise it, it's been an hour and I've changed, like, I've done three, I've done like two separate tracks, so I've been changing it. I'm like, have I got this saved the first time I heard it? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Have I got OCD? <laughs> <laughs> I've got quite a habit of just saving a project as soon as I've, like, it sounds great, and I'm like, right, I'll save that as something, and then I'll, you know, alter it and see what happens. And then if I, I go back to it and be like, yeah, that's much better. <laughs> and I keep hearing that the, the special one from all the guys is collect all and save. Important point, and even I know, and it's like, you know, I, I'm very limited to my knowledge with that sort of stuff. So, I mean, so 2004, is that really when 
he's kind of. I mean, when did it actually like I think genuinely so, start? So, two thousand five. I think it was. Yeah. See, that's when we started doing it because that, that's when the halt we started the halt, and then we moved to Bar Block. Um, we were doing that every two weeks. On a Friday night, every two yeah. weeks. And that's where we saw sort of made a name that's where we met quite a lot of people uh, just from doing it there yeah the Ronan who was doing it off the record and he'd been doing it for a few years at the sound house uh, with some guys and they were sort of falling away from it but he was looking to continue it mm-hmm. we were looking to make move into a club right um, and he gave us the opportunity and the first time we did it was off the record and Animal Farm and I mean, it was just sort of local guys, I think we had Barry from Sensu. But we're doing Sensu, people, like, like, booking people like Oxia and stuff like that. We had Oxia, Mark Henning the first time we played. Yeah. Slam. Uh, Slam. Mike, Mike Huckabee. Three channels for oh. like Cats and Dogs. Detman. Marcel Detman yeah, as well. And like, that was in 2008. And then the Soundhouse was sort of winding down and the sort of music policy was sort of getting a bit different from what we were getting what into, what we were into, and what it had been as well. We got an opening at some club. It was, the same, it, was a, it was a Monday night uh, in 2009 and we had been called when the, when the sound house was kind of like you know dying of death pretty much you know because I had, didn't have the uh, week in week out music policy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we sat down in bar block and we're like right we we, we got to carry on we've got, we got to do this are we you know mm-hmm. and then we thought we just go back to playing bars. Yeah, yeah right. so it could have gone very differently for us at that one. I mean, that one meeting, it was just like, nah, let's give it a go. Let's, let's, let's try this up. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're always yeah, better yeah. to to try and 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 mess up than no try. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 your couch, yeah, yeah. like Christ, we yeah. should have done that. Yeah. And the thing is, as well, I think that the landscape has totally changed for an up and coming DJ. You know, like see back then. So when you were getting kicked off. Like, was it just a case of you walked into a bar, like, like we'll come and play for free, a couple hours set, here's a sort of a demo, or was it just like I you knew somebody that walked in the bar that like, you could get in? Well, in the hall, Sean, the guy, he was, he was wanting to do this thing, and he sort of got us in, he's like, I know DJs that can do this, so he was wanting to get them in. He was like, they were, were starting off, they need somewhere to sort of play, and, and they'll bring out a crowd and stuff, and that's what we did. And then we, when we moved to... We block, moved to you, block, you, had, you knew someone in Block at the time, I can't remember. Well, I, I knew Block was a place that was semi on the circuit for this kind of thing. You know, there were uh-huh. DJs that played in there before and stuff like that. And I, we kind of thought, right, go in there, they, they pay DJs, you know, we'll get a residency, we'll yeah. just do that. We started like booking other DJs start, and stuff, and know. like sort of like you know like John Virtue or like we had Gary Beck down there as well. Do like Simon Stokes gave him Simon his first Stoke, gig there. Yeah, yeah. like he, he was like a friend of a friend of Chris's younger brother, and uh, he started coming along because he liked the sort of music we were into, and then yeah he started he's played there and then played the Sound House with us, and that was his first sort of gig in the club. Uh, so I said, so just from booking like local DJs, you know. We did it sort of properly, got in touch with them, you know, got them down, you know, had, we brought them in for food and stuff and got to know them. So that's how we made loads of connections with people in Glasgow by just booking them to play. Just networking. Exactly, just networking. But see, at the time, it, it didn't seem like networking. Like, we wanted to get these people down because it was like... They're we, doing similar things. Yeah, yeah, we, want, yeah we, wanted to, we wanted to meet them, we wanted to see them, we wanted, you know, to play for us and all that. And we were still, like... Sort of wide eyed at the time as well, do you know. If so I'd like, known how successful they were going to be now, it would be nicer to me. But then we would have our friends play, like, you know, uh-huh. Adam, but like, you know, who's a dentist now, but he was like dentist in Chain Town. We had him down, and that's how we got quite friendly with a lot of his friends and stuff because they were all coming down to walk. 
But like, you know, we so yeah. we, we, it was like it was fun. It was like a total every two weeks, like just having our pals down for a mix and a laugh. Rather than doing it in the house, yeah, we got yeah. to do it in a bar, which is really cool. Was, yeah, which you know we got especially starting off. It's like wow, mm-hmm. this is amazing, you know, and then, and then it just kind of grows. It was like proper natural progression once we got. Rory who was like working behind the bar at the time and they said join on off the record and we started sort of doing the bookings and doing the running in the night. It was like proper just from like, you know, emailing people online just to get them to come down and play at block made it easier when we started speaking to agents because mm-hmm. you know, you don't you're nothing prepares you from dealing with an agent. You just mm-hmm. need to go in and just sort of get on with it and you know and so and then again just leading into just continuing the booking people and stuff as well. So it was it was Looking back on it, it was quite a nice. I wish I could remember most of it. To be honest, it's yeah. like quite a long time ago, but it feels. Like, looking back, it does feel like it was quite a nice way that we got through things. Like times, it was like, are we still going to keep doing this? It was hard. We put on nights and we, you know, we lost money. And, uh, Very easy, it was, it, and it, oh, it, was, yeah. it was like coming out our own pocket and stuff as yeah, well. Yeah. When I mean, we were skint students and stuff, it was like. That was a I just put my student loan in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas now we're a bit better money wise and we can structure it a bit better. We know how to, to sort of get yeah. things running and stuff as well. Even if we do take a hit, we can sort of make it, we know we'll make it back. Well, this is so it. It's, it's led into knowing how to do things. And like sometimes that. the whole sort of speculate to accumulate, you know, sometimes. Uh, because even then, you know, when you bring over a bank clock or one of these guys, that's a potential, you know, priceless networking opportunity once again. Oh, yeah. To yeah, meet these yeah, guys yeah. and be like, you know, can I send you a demo or whatever it may be? Yeah, you'd I mean, be surprised how many of them actually hate that though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> see, 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 the thing is, is what I, I obviously, you know, I wouldn't mean like as soon as you mean, how you doing? I wish your email and, you know, <laughs> but I just mean it opens the door potentially yeah, yeah. for that sort of genuine networking. You know, the thing is about networking, you, you've got to do things for each other, do you know what I mean? And if it's just like one way, then of course people get pissed off for that. Mm. But if you're bringing these guys over and kind of being in a sort of frequent circle with them, then they do know you. They know, you know what I mean? They respect yeah, you. Yeah, definitely made some like, you know, sort of good connections with the DJs we've had, people we've had on like more than one occasion and stuff as well. And it's always good to see them. And then even if you go abroad or you go to a club that are playing at, and, you know, you'll make an effort to go and see them. And, and, stuff, and it's, it's like, oh, you know, you've you, you disease here and stuff. And yeah, stuff I mean, I guess at the most primitive level, that's when you're thinking like, oh, I'm sending demos or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more, it's just more about, you know, building those connections. And it's, yeah. and again, it's down to who you know, isn't it? And, it's, and, it, and it is only a good thing now. So see how you're saying that obviously had kind of progressed quite nicely mm-hmm. over the years in terms of the momentum progressed quite like a DJ set actually or how it should progress <laughs> when did the label start how did why did that happen was it just a case of it's like this is going to work now with the nights or you know how did that happen how did it come about so it was like 2012 I think or 2011 we sort of Chris was working at Soma still um, and then I started working there just after he moved down to London so it was sort of gaining an insight into how a label works and what you need to do beyond either making the music for it mm-hmm. or getting music for it, you know, it was like understanding how to put together a release. Mm-hmm. Once we sort of picked up on that, it was like, let's sort of give it a try, you know, we, I mean, we were always producing stuff, I, you know, I've not had much stuff out, I've had wee bits and pieces, remix, a couple of tracks, Charles has released on the label fully, yeah. um, you know, I struggle a lot with time to get stuff down and all that, So, but initially it was, we'll put stuff out for ourselves, but then we were like, well, let's look out and try and get some 
sort of bigger names and to big help sort of launch. The first was um, a guy called Bleak, who's from Sweden. Um, we done some remixes of ourselves and had Darren uh, Deep Bass uh, do a remix that sort of kicked us off. But it was just like, again, just sort of wanting to do our own thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, seeing that it's not actually that difficult to start a label. It's difficult to get the label seen. Yeah, amongst everything, especially especially now, it's really really hard. Well, and the and sea of labels and exactly, the sea of content, exactly, how the hell exactly, do you exactly, do exactly. Right? even thinking about like how are we going to get seen? You know, we just need to keep plowing away. But it was just I wanted to do our thing. Yeah, and that, and, and that's that, 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 that's it. It's just within. It's just do your own thing. You know, don't think about what everyone else is doing. Yeah, you might. You know, you're not going to be big and huge straight away unless something. Goes your way. Yeah, no, you know, no, no. Something can start at the right track, you know, or or the right release times. It's something that goes in your way. But we're we've been sort of. It's, it's, it's been a slow, slow process. The the labels sort of thing. A bit like our nightclub nights. Yeah. Well, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you get into business yeah. and you get into ventures like that, I mean, yeah. it's kind of actually touching on before we come on. It was like we were talking about how sort of the youth of today. I mean, I see it every day being the studio manager here and I deal with inquiries and bookings and stuff. The amount of, of youngsters that are, you know, trying to get into the game and they're not really willing to put the work in. You know, they're, they're, they're like, oh, how do I make a hit? I mean, I'm sure Stephen <laughs> actually got a message that says, how do I make a number one hit like Calvin Harris? <laughs> I'm like, mate, we're trying to figure that out now. <laughs> yeah, it's like... How can you possibly just think that, you know, putting out one or two tracks and that's how I'm going to blow up, I'm going to be amazing, unless you do yeah. have the connections, the network that we're talking about, or oh, it's just such a big blow. Exactly. 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 It looks like it's a lot more easier to get into things now, like, from, especially DJing, it's a lot easier to get into because True. you don't have to spend the time that you used, you used to spend learning to beat match on a set of, like, Shit ton tables. We are, yeah, we are yeah, belting on that. Exactly. Yeah. What were your turn? Gemini. Gemini. Chris had Chris had the DJ in a box, new Mark ones. <laughs> so you know, it was like that's what you learned on. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then eventually you got Technics, and then you learned on that, and then you know we maybe moved to Tractor with the deck still, and then now we're on CDJs. You know, but we spent most of the time, most of the time we've been always played them. You know on turntables yeah. of the entire time we've been doing the nights if you want to wow, say that's cool so really cool. Um, but now you know you can buy everyone's got a laptop so you've got access to the software you just need to buy any controller and then you can sync it yeah. now that's fair enough I've got no problem with people who want to fucking sync and all that it seems to be this whole there's 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 something that sound amazing ah, yeah. then you know yeah. go and do what you do but like, yeah, yeah. Purists are like, you know, yeah it makes you like think like okay maybe you never learn how to do it but the thing is you'll be able to tell the people that have just jumped on and done it because it won't sound good no. but the people who have maybe sat and practiced this and then eventually go out and do it and whatever it is they use that's fine so it's obviously easy now so people think it's like they think the same with production but it's so different I've, you can't I've, I, still, I still struggle like daily with production just like getting like ideas down and then it's just, just being modest now right? <laughs> no it's, it's, it's hard I think no, it's see when you don't, to do you don't have time to do it but see when you sit down for a couple of hours man you can rip out a track that just sounds pretty good man you know and yeah so you've, you've, I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, I mean you've, got, you've got to be in the zone, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. certainly through the years working with Stephen and seeing his creative process and how he works, and and it's like you know sometimes he's really in the frame of mind, then other times it you know yeah, and, and yeah, it's yeah. never like he hits a wall, but it's maybe just he's kind of like 
right, I'm fed up now, I need out. Uh-huh. I need uh-huh. out the four uh-huh. walls, uh-huh. I just need to get out, you know. And and, yeah. and and the thing is, you know, for me, because I've been close friends with Stephen for a while as well, it's great to see that progression from the bedroom mm-hmm. to a studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's, that's mega important as well, is to actually get out. Because, I mean, if you've got, you know, uh, the, the home studio, you know, and if you potentially have kids, or dogs, or moths hoovering, <laughs> you know, you're like, oh, fuck, see, I'm drinking this dinner. You know, so I think that, you know, there's no right or wrong way in terms of that, but it, it is, it's true, it's like trying to juggle, because like, luckily we're in a position now where we work full time in music. Uh-huh. And it's a beautiful thing, and, and it's it's tremendously difficult. Yeah. It really, really is. You know, yeah, yeah. you're always using your brain. You're always figuring out new ways to make things happen. And being self-employed, you know, that's nothing's ever guaranteed. Um, but having that sort of time and space where you come in to do it is really, really worthwhile. Yeah. And when you're actually working full time and trying to juggle something, even though, like, which we'll get to in a little minute, you guys are involved in the creative industries as a whole, if you like the music scene. Mm-hmm. If you're still in that sort of full-time gig, though, and then you come back and the, and the kids there are this and that, you know, it's it's very easy to sort of switch off yeah, and just yeah, be like, yeah. oh, fuck, I can't be asking in yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and, yeah, totally, and, and, totally. and it is important to be surrounded by musical people that are constantly like, ah, what's the next thing exactly, coming? Exactly, yeah, and that's, I mean, you, you're spending loads of time in the studio just now as well and working things, it's good because I know, I know I can always like, talk to you about music and stuff and we're, you know, even in the, in the solo office, we're always talking about music, it's, you don't even, and you don't even notice it now, it's just everything you talk about, it's not just tunes or whatever it is, like music related business or music related I mean, stuff. that's such you a cool thing. through Facebook, how we can market stuff on Facebook, it's yeah. all, like you said, based in the creative industries and yeah. that's what keeps you in the zone with it doing something physically but you're thinking about it out with it in a yeah, way yeah. as well which is always like you say keeps, keeps your brain ticking over and keeps you it's like one of the focused. things I, I always find it's like see when um, like we may maybe have a client in or, or even like uh, some bigger DJs like you know like maybe like Mallorca Lee or somebody you know, like a legend or whatever <coughs> and like you know, if, if sometimes we, we've got the show off, so for anybody that doesn't know here, the, the show is just literally five minutes away and, and we and we always love to take a wee bit out of our day to go down there and, you know, go back into nature and, you know, take ourselves back to our thousand years and <laughs> get away from the screens and be like, right, let's uh, go into nature, you know, and, and when you're actually walking about and it's like sometimes I'll zone out, you know, especially if it's like me, Stephen and another couple of guys and, and it's like they're talking about music and I'm, and I'm like that in my head, I'm like we're actually like talking about arranging frequencies <laughs> for other people's listening pleasure and it's like for a living uh, like this you know it's like and, and that's the wonderful thing and as I say it's like we work tremendously hard to make that happen it's mm-hmm. not easy mm-hmm. but you know when you're in a position where every single day that's what you talk about and your life actually revolves around it it's you know it's, it's really satisfying yeah, because yeah. we all have came together because we love music yeah, yeah. so it only only amplifies our passion for what we do the fact that we get to meet with like-minded yeah. guys like yourself and be like man how good is tunes what else what else could you be doing as well you know i've worked in other jobs especially I've hated everything else I've ever done exactly it's only taking me like working at SOMA and realising like this is like you know I'm so glad I get to come in here and the first thing I do is just stick on like whatever title I want I know I'm not going to get told to turn it down or turn it off Yeah. when I've worked in jobs and I put on like 
one of my tracks or something. I was right, like, really, the and the guys are like, this is fucking shit, you know. And he's and something then, singing on it. And they're like, and they're like, do you play techno as in like, you know, and then rhyme off a scooter and I'm like, oh, no. I know, see, you know, do there it. is this misconception of like what techno is if you don't know what it is. It's like, yeah, ah, yeah, techno, yeah. yeah, yeah and everyone's yeah. wearing black leather and all yeah, that. And you're like, no, it's... I think it's Aye, well, I mean, there are certainly places you can find that, but um, it is certainly one thing. So, aye, what is it like working with such a big brand like Soma? I mean, these guys, these are the guys that founded Daft Punk and all that, you know what I mean? It's great. I mean, mean, the the office is, the office is just myself, Glenn, who's obviously, um, you know, one of the founding uh, members, uh, Dom, the founding fathers, (laughs) and and Rosie as well. So it's quite small staff, I've always got a lot of experience in. Yeah, I mean, it's perfect. We work together really good. Uh, you know, sometimes we'll sit and not talk to each other and we'll just go on with what we're doing. And then other times we'll have meetings and we talk about, um, you know, what's coming up and stuff. And the last year has been really, really, the last few years have been really intense. You know, so I've got like a really, really busy release schedule. So it's like track like every week and then we're doing like three or four albums a year as well. So that's like a lot, um, you know, just just to get ready in time for it. We work so far ahead of ourselves. You know, even for doing vinyl, we're having to work like six months ahead of ourselves. Mm. Um, and and with Soma Twenty Five this year, it's been amazing. It's just like you know you, when you look back at what Soma's done and what what it's contributed to. Yeah. But the whole idea of Soma Twenty Five is like you know they've looked back. It's always it's dead easy to look back with Soma, but you know let's look forward to the next twenty five years. Um, and you've got loads of new exciting artists and stuff coming through and they're pushing more modern techno sound and like slam. You know they. Like, you know, they could probably quite easily go for another 25 years if you let them, do you know? Um, they're just, you know, they're just like a proper on fire just now as well. So. They are, they are. I mean, that that there as well recently, I know Ian, um, Ian shouts to Ian, <laughs> uh, who, who'd actually been to the Chemical Brothers and they were, they were supporting, weren't they? Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. been huge, man. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, out of the park, yeah, huge, yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. And obviously they've done the, stuff like that before, but yeah, it's just... That's out there, they're like... The like, I'm going to go to Techno Act in Glasgow for big artists. Like I remember they were supporting Las Vegas and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, so it was just like they were on bills for anything because it's just there's such a big name, yeah, such yeah, a strong yeah. pool. Yeah. And obviously the slam tent, I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's obviously, you know, Scottish renowned. And I don't think anyone's going to be able to find the slam tent again now, you know? Well, nah, nah, oh, that, that same yeah, vibe won't be recreated in yeah. that manner. I mean, like, you yeah. even watch some of the videos when the slam tent's just open and they're all running and all. Oh, that, was, that was us, we were playing when that happened. Oh, that was nice, look at that. That was easily one of the single best experiences. And if you listen closely to the video, you can hear us going, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> when you really, really, really listen closely, and all you can hear is like, fucking hell. It's not like, boom. They've been standing there for ages, you know. Yeah, been, they didn't open for like four it, hours, man. So know. we've been playing there for like a couple hours, just like playing tunes, like with the sound system on and nobody in the tent. And they've been getting delayed when we opened the end of 10 minutes, 10 minutes and so we've been on and been on. The guy had to hang the bam cam. So everyone's outside, we've been rattling away, playing like the tents full. Uh, they're all standing outside, people manage to get in and they get taken out, you know, like a group of people. And then eventually they get let in and it was just like, you know, you've seen the video. It was like Black Friday in America. And And then it was like that for the rest of the time we played and it was just... We actually had to ask Clouds if we could play on through their set a wee bit because Uh, we were actually meant to come off just as the camera was getting... Uh, It's just like, but it was amazing. Is that the best? To to play the slam tent, especially if it's it's not going to exist in the form that 
maybe it used to. We don't. I mean, I don't know what's happening with it at all. Uh, it's but, a bit you know, the other now, yeah, right? but to have played there, that's like <coughs> you know. I wonder if would have had like a slam tent at the transmit. I know, but I know, yeah, so that. I mean, it just, some kind of. Obviously, with the connection with DF and stuff like that, but yeah. maybe you don't know, like logistics when they're like, like it, I don't know. But so, was it a case they just they brought you on board and they were like, look, we want you guys to play? And, and was it like they, they were trying to champion you guys, you know, being the young, yeah. kind of fresh yeah, and talent? Dave, yeah, Dave. I think they just were sick of us, like, magling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when are we playing this on Dave? When are we playing this on So, back when I was talking about sending folk demos, like, when are we playing this on Dave? Yeah, yeah. Right, so yeah. I mean, and I take it as a highlight gig. Yeah, out, 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 yeah it's definitely one I'm glad I could have ticked off my list before it like finished, you know. And I've always wanted to play the slam tent from when I was 17, jumping the fence and getting in and going into the slam tent. <laughs> it's just, you know, see, that's cool. That's, yeah, that's really cool. Really that's really cool. Doing. Yeah, I remember I always wanted to play the subway and I've always wanted to play the arches and the art school. Yeah. You know. We've been lucky that we've got in, in certain places and stuff like that, but you know, we work we work to get and and to get where we want to get to and stuff like that, you know, we put the work in, we've put the hours in making sure that what Animal Farm is 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 an experience is like, you know, expression of what we see now it's and stuff. Berkheim, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and outside of Glasgow. Yeah, yeah. But well, one thing I mean, uh, we'll, uh, a few more questions, and we'll we'll, we'll we'll wrap up. But um, one of the things is that we, we kind of touched on earlier. But like, what are you your thoughts at the moment in terms of techno in Glasgow? Because obviously we were saying it, it's really really popular now. Mm-hmm. But like, what standout acts do you guys see? And what do you see sort of the direction for Titan Mum? Because it is in a good place and there's so much talent in Scotland just it's quite, it's quite quite broad. I mean sort of techno we were actually talking about earlier on about how events and stuff seem to go up and down, you know, you, you get like I mean last year for us was probably one of our best ones. We had a really great run of bookings. All were really, really busy and stuff. Who were some of the guys? Uh, well, I mean, what a standout one for us was well for me was uh, Anthony Parasoli and uh, Abdullah Rashim at the art school. Um, you know, we we try and sort of bridge the gap between some of the sort of more known names and then some quite, quite underground ones. You know, like Abdullah Rashim, who's definitely one for the sort of more heads. You know, uh, and that was like that was one of the busiest nights we've had we've had in the art school. Uh, and you know, they certainly sort of made an impression on the crowd. And I think a lot of people went away being like looking into the artists and stuff. Right, that's as well, exactly so. what you want from exactly. it, you know. And, and yeah. it goes back to you saying like you don't want people just showing up for the headline act. Uh-huh. You want people to find out about these guys, and then they're like, oh, who is yeah. that as well? Yeah. That grows that person. Yeah, and that's what we want to do is, is is to give people like you know if, if they don't know who's playing an animal farm, they know if they come to one of our nights, they're, what they're going to you know what they're going to get. It will be banging. It's going to be deep, techno, dark. but it'll be deep stuff as well. You know, or they can go and look at stuff and be like, oh yeah. I do book artists when they're at the stage where they're not unknown but they've got a small following and you can, you know their careers are going to get better and better and they're gonna have you know at the end of the day five years down the line they're gonna be well more expensive but they're gonna be huge you know and mm-hmm. that's what we want to try and get these guys when they're small so that Absolutely. they grow with us you know, yeah, yeah. Like, like, with, with like Rodhad and Space. Rodhad and Ben Clock, you yeah. know, they were like a grand uh, cheaper. Jesus and the, you Christ. know when we booked them and now look at them, you know, and 
they will come and play for us because you know, they've done it before. You've built that rapport uh, before, yeah, and yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, it goes yeah, back yeah. to the whole networking thing. We so these guys at the start of their career so that when they're in full swing, they're still coming and play for us, you know? Yeah, yeah. You, don't have, you, know, you don't have like say the sort of European style venues that are big, huge, huge venues, you know. I mean, mm. we, could, we could do something in SWG too, but you know, we're in the sub club, it's perfect for us man it's perfect for the sort of sound every time we have like Rod Had or Ben Cork or whoever they're always just like that's wicked you know some clubs like they're right on top of you that's, that's what you want you don't want to be up and away it's good no. sometimes but yeah. having people like staring shouting at you punching a, a, a ceiling and all yeah, that, yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. that's what makes that's what gives you the energy it you does, know? It does. Um, so you know, that's it's definitely sort of the venue sort of help with it as well but I mean, in terms of the rest of the city, it's just like, it's, it's just keep going. There's, the, the good thing about Glasgow is there's always people putting on nights. There's always like a steady flow of students that are coming through, more so now. I think when we started, it was a bit more condensed. There wasn't as many so, uh, events going on. There was like the big promoters, and then there's a couple of the underground ones and stuff as well. Whereas now there's, there's uh, quite a lot of people, so, and then it's, and it spreads the sort of musical sort of spectrum a bit more yeah. as well. So, uh, people say that Glasgow's saturated. I think there's just there's just it's always been like that. But there's just it's just a, there's a lot to choose from. And that's, that's just not it's not no, a bad thing. It's not a bad I mean, problem to have. It's not it doesn't matter what it is, I mean there's some stuff that I'm not completely into at all and then stuff that I would you know, I mean going out for me these days isn't really a big thing, you know, there's only maybe certain things I will go to. Uh, it's purely for time and stuff as well. But I mean, we do enough things that I, I want either from playing our own gigs or playing other people's gigs or whatever that, that sort of satisfies your going out. Every other time you have is for working in the studio or spending time with family and stuff Plus, like that. See, you know, when so. you're actually involved in a scene like this, it's really difficult to go to a night and enjoy it because you're like, <laughs> oh, that mixing shit. <laughs> you're like, you're yeah, like, oh, sometimes man. I wish the mystique was still there. You know, you're yeah, like, like, I wish yeah. you're just there for the music. You don't just no, no, I mean, I don't sit and stand and critique. No, no, something like that. You know, I mean, you see people going nuts when you're like, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, that that that's the thing, and 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 I, I mean, I guess you know, it really it comes down to your opinion doesn't yeah. it and and the, the general mass don't care about your opinion you know it's, it's just about they shouldn't, ha- they shouldn't it, it's it, it's just about trying to go out and enjoy it whatever it is in fact i i really want to come along to an animal farm like I no, do. You can. <laughs> <laughs> you're bald of course you can you're uh, you more know, than welcome you know i de- definitely definitely want to come along and, and see how you guys throw down because i always do hear good things i know a couple of the guys have been to some stuff as well so they you know they enjoyed the rod hard gig and stuff i think i think the black one's gonna be a real Special one for us. That's the next part. What have we got coming up then? What's <laughs> happening? Blackout, what's going on there? Well, Tell me. So, yeah, yeah. Like we're discussing about the whole sort of reverse licensing laws. So, you know, we're, so it's, we're going from three, uh, sorry, four in the afternoon till 11 at the glue factory, and then we're going on to the Joytown. Uh, electric Grand Theatre. Yeah, the Blue Factory, the Electric <laughs> Theatre Grand, Grand yeah. Theatre. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we just keep it. Somebody saying they're enjoying there. It's the old Weirdens uh, pool hall above the Chinatown restaurant right, down near Stowe College. But they're right around the corner from each other. Yeah, it's five minute walk. So it's so. But yeah, I mean, I mean, we're not reinventing the wheel doing a party during the day, but. You know, we're, 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 we're doing it. We're doing it our way. It, we're, it's going to be like we want to go, go in, and it's just black. It's like 
you know, dark, it yeah. could be day or night yeah. outside, it yeah. doesn't matter. Perfect. It's perfect. You know? It's just, you know, the sort of typical intensity you'd have at an animal farm night. Yeah, yeah. At like one in the morning, but from fucking four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I mean, that's cool though. So, that's really cool. And we've got, we've assembled a pretty good lineup, you think, uh, <laughs> of what sort of typifies, I think, for the first event of like. Well, again, like, it's just people play. we want to see, you know? Yeah. Really, yeah. But yeah. see, see, you the know? thing is, it's like uh, I, I do I do a little bit of stand up comedy sometimes, and, and uh, a, a good piece of advice somebody told me was. Um, quite your day, no, You know, I will, I one of the things was it's like you know don't you know say things that make you laugh uh, yeah, yeah. you know because if you find it funny there is going to be someone else that finds it funny yeah, and, yeah, and it's the yeah. exact same as putting out a DJ set yeah, play yeah. the stuff you're into yeah, 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 you know yeah. and of course maybe put on the odd thing that yeah. you know that the punters love yeah, or whatever yeah, you know yeah. I mean not certainly don't drop Rihanna but I mean, I know you guys do that sometimes, right? No, you just sneak in the odd dodgy track. <laughs> no, but it's like you know, so it's like that way. It's so, you know, do play stuff you like, put on people you like, because there are other people. So who is coming to play, or, or is that out yet? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like lineup's been out. We've got uh, Stephanie Sykes. Uh, she played for us before at the art school. Um, Everybody was that? banging on. Yeah, she's she 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 wicked. She, uh, Lovely. She, Women, you know, and she's actually doing a release for the label as well. Such a great um, DJ as well. Yeah, she's really, 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 really up her yeah. street in terms of what she plays and what she yeah. what she produces as well. I, I said so much, so you know what she's she's doing a she's doing a release uh, for the label that's hopefully coming very very soon. Um, we also have someone who's one of the sort of new guys at the Oscar camp. Um, he again played for his last year. He's um, putting together a special live set, yes. which has never been. He's not done a live set in like years, and yeah. Oscar have asked him to kind of like do a live set. So he's putting one together for us as a a precursor to doing one in Berghain, you know. So it's more. Wow. Uh, it's it's yeah. gonna be, and he's a total perfectionist. So it's gonna be off the charts. Yeah, yeah, I reckon it's gonna be perfect, man. Yeah, I'm really looking forward yeah. to that as well. You guys are playing, yeah? Yeah, yeah we'll be we'll obviously yeah. warming up, yeah. <laughs> Can't even kick in next year after that. Uh, we'll get next year. Hey, man, the headliners are in now. Uh, <laughs> we also got Abdullah Rashim again, who played for us. Nice. Yeah. Thing that, you know, it's, it's, it's a lineup that's been separated over different nights. So we've, we've over the course of two time. years, we brought these people yeah. through, and yeah. now is the time to have them all yeah. in one place. And, just again, yeah. it's purely because we wanted to see them all back again. It was just uh, just this everything that was sort of coming together, sort of worked with getting them all at, at one stage as well. So, um, so yeah, that, so what date is that? 25th of March, 25th yeah. of March, pretty soon. And can people still get tickets? Yes, yep, there's day and evening tickets available. Yeah, um, we will be putting up some day tickets, uh, eventually, maybe some evening tickets, but right now, day, day and evening copy yeah. tickets. Because that says you know uh, we're doing it last entry is half you know we open it we open it for the last entry is half past six again purely because we want people to get down there and experience the whole the whole event you know we don't want people to and it's, it's we're not trying to be sort of dicks about it you know we want people to come down and experience every single person from the start Brilliant. and 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 feel the programming of the night you know and then going through it into to to the next venue uh, where we'll be joined by you know the DJs from the day stuff as well. We're gonna have like food as well. Yeah, you know, there's gonna yeah. be a lot of food and Probably, you know, like yeah. the smoking area, so people don't have to leave if they don't want to. That's you know? really cool, yeah. and it's quite a testament actually to show your sort of ethos when it comes to running nights, guys. You know, it's like um, it's not just a night about drops. 
You know what I mean? It's, mm. it's a night about actually a progression, actually mm. actively trying to promote other up-and-comings and some people are more established. Mm. And I think that's really important and I think it's really cool that you guys are giving people like that mm. an opportunity. But you can see it by just by the way we're going to do drink pricing, you know? We're not going to make it really expensive for folk. We want people to be able to enjoy themselves and go away happy. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're, you know, we're not going to be doing four or five for a red stripe, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. like, that's yeah, brutal. That's why we decided to run the bar ourselves. You know, we've got mates who are doing bars. So they're so going to be doing craft stuff going on. Uh, I hope you are. That was a drum, I don't think there will be, yeah. actually. But they say craft beer, it's like that fake craft beer where it's made by big people. Yeah, yeah. Craftier, but, made but it's by craftier than Craftier. But anyway, it's gonna be cheap and cheerful, and Brilliant. you know. And that's what people want, really. You know, yeah. they want a good night, and they don't want to spend that much money. Do you know what I mean? That's it. You know, you don't want to like get people in and then them go away saying, "Bloody hell, it's like five or a drink, man." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and then that already like is a stigma attached to your night. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't like it. You know, and why would I put something on that I wouldn't like? Exactly. Very true. Very true. So. 25th of March then, you can catch Animal Farm, and it's called Blackout. Yeah. I like it, but I do, I do. Uh, Label-wise as well, what stuff he's got coming up, anything you want to promo? Uh, the Stephanie Sykes release will be next. Uh, the Postscriptum remix as well. Postscriptum remix for an yeah. EP by a Belfast-based producer who we're working with. Coochie. 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 And then so we've got, like, we're trying to sort of do, like, a, lot, a few more releases. So we're trying to sort of do, like, one every two weeks almost. I mean, that seems like quite a lot, but we've had loads of really good demos in and really good music, and it's and it's all sort of tight. Again, it's not, it's, it's all stuff that we would play as DJs, you know. That's, that's, support, support, that's, that's, that's the sort of main thing for the like, well, it isn't anything that we wouldn't play. Yeah. And there's stuff from this from like Sparog, which is like really deep hypnotic, sort of dark stuff, uh not as as fast as some of the stuff we play, but stuff we play at the start of the night. Yeah. Up to the yeah. um, guy MTD who runs Suntag Morgan, um and his stuff's a bit more but we're hard hitting. Um, a remix from a guy called Ben Gibson, who's UK based. Um, we got a remix from those two guys with the slam, you know, it's like. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There's a slam <laughs> remix coming for uh, one of our producers as well. Um, so we've got, well, there's loads of stuff coming out, and it's like, you know, it's yeah, exciting because I've actually got almost too much stuff, but it's been like, a good problem again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll get everything out. Um, Quite, quite quickly I think as well and you know we're really pushing the band camp as well um, because it gives us a bit more access to funds from the label rather than having to wait six months to get paid out from stuff from like Beatport or, or yeah, yeah, distributors yeah. in general so, so with the you know, so, like a year later you're getting money yeah, for yeah exactly like, so yeah. you know the band camp thing we're putting things up exclusively on band camp before they go anywhere else so people can get things for cheaper as well and you can get them in higher quality um, audio formats like FLAC or WAV or, or even MP3 so you can get it direct which is essentially direct from us uh, as well rather than you know if you don't like Beatport or whatever you know that's that's your choice but you can get them you can get links to the band camp from our facebook and stuff so we're really pushing that um, and there's also uh, uh, ancestor release which has just come out is um, a guy um, 
Um, he's really stunned at Ben Teke. So this is his new. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Dundee. Uh, Dundee. Dundee just now. Absolutely so, lovely guy, man. Yeah, yeah. so he's, 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 he's really talented, a young guy. He's coming through and we've sort of brought him on. And, um, he made some sort of, he makes a bit more industrial side and stuff, but he's made some sort of deeper side of things for us. Uh, and they've been getting played, and like loads of, loads of guys have been sort of popping pop up on podcasts and stuff. And, so um, it's done really well. An Italian guy, Kaiser, who's got the next one was an Edit Select remix, which people might know as Percy X from back in the old Soma days as well. Right, uh, yeah, yeah, there's loads of stuff in Sweden, so man. Lots yeah, of shout about it. Yeah, loads. And like, you know, you hear always, we, we play all the stuff in our DJ sets as well. We just Even so demos, yeah, we get them played so we can get, so we even get a few for them in the local workers. For people see where the counter action is. I mean, we've always listened to demos as well because you know we're not getting a hundred a day like so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you know, if if you want to send us demos, then by all means, what is it? Animal Farm Records UK, gmail.com. Listen, just fire over some demos, guys. Yeah. So, um, tickets are tickets still available for Blackout? Yeah, tickets on Resident Advisor. Yeah. Okay, so what we we'll try and do with the guys, hopefully, if we can put like a wee link in in the video. I don't just know. Here, right, right, <laughs> or whatever, yeah, somewhere we can maybe. Or just the link. I don't know. Or we can at least put the link in the description of the video, whatever it is. Yeah, but yeah. we want to give a um, massive, massive shout out and love to the guys from Animal Farm, Quail and Turtle, amazing guys, sound as. Um, Quail done the live stream for us, which we spoke about earlier, and we're hopefully going to get a wee Animal Farm takeover. Yeah. Which will be deep and dark. <laughs> so um, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that. So you have been watching the Escapade Show. Thank you once again for coming in. Um, we've got loads more podcasts coming soon, which are going to be cool. Really looking forward to that. And of course, stay tuned with our Friday live streams every single week from 7 to 11. I've been your host, Big Gal. This has been... Cool. Uh, Charles. <laughs>